0: You are listening to Seniors Junction podcast. We are preventing seniors isolation one conversation at a time. Your hosts today are Namrata Bagaria and myself, Paul Merkley. We're the co-founders of Seniors Junction. And our special guest today is Anna Hall, and she is the founder of The Purpose Equation. Welcome, Anna. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. Could you tell us a bit about yourself and what you do?
1: The most important thing to know about me is that I was raised and taught and learned everything I know from older adults. I've spent over 20 years in the senior living world, uh, always focused on engagement and purpose, even though I didn't know it or call it that at the time, I've naturally been drawn to figuring out what is it that makes people tick and what is it that makes a life well lived? And being surrounded, starting in my 20s, actually in high school, I volunteered in a nursing home, but being surrounded with people mostly in their 80s and 90s for the majority of my adult life. And I hesitate to call it work life because luckily enough for me, it's never felt like work. It's been more like a playground of learning and experiences um, that I want to share with the world what I have learned from older adults. And what they've taught me is, really what purpose is and what it looks like, and also what life can feel like without it.
2: Wow, that's a very strong and powerful introduction. So amazing, thank you. And my question is that, uh, since you've had so much exposure with this population, did you encounter social isolation? And if yes, in your opinion, what are the pain points?
1: Oh yes, I've encountered social isolation. you know, something that comes to mind is sadly, I think because of the expansion of the digital world that younger people are now ironically experiencing social isolation. And that was before COVID. Now everybody is experiencing social isolation to a degree. But I've seen older adults socially isolated within senior living communities where I've worked. And then also in the community as a whole. The saddest story that I, that I heard was a a friend of mine, a colleague of mine from Philadelphia, and she moved into a senior living community because she and her husband had downsized, moved into a neighborhood, into a smaller house. No one in the neighborhood made an effort to get to know them. So there were kids playing outside and, you know, parents are busy. Most most of the people in the neighborhood had young kids and they were working full-time jobs, but It's so painful to me that older adults can be isolated, quote, in community uh, and overlooked by our society, sometimes intentionally ageism, sometimes not ageism, when there is such a wealth of wisdom and experience and delight within our older population that we're all missing out on.
0: So... Do you have a vision for tackling the problem? I think you do.
1: <laughs> I do, and that is purpose. I believe that if we can touch individuals one at a time and help people of all ages to connect with their reason to rise, what, it, what is it that gets them up in the morning and makes them feel excited and joyous and naturally motivated to engage in the world and also confident enough to engage with others, that one person at a time living in purpose, knowing the best of themselves and sharing that with others, I think is a very simple solution to a global problem. Right now, our world has a lot of strain, a lot of pain, a lot of isolation, a lot of conflict. And we're missing out on the humanity that is at the core of each of us. And to me, humanity and purpose, kind of the same thing. I also think that love and purpose are synonyms. We all have that capability. We're born with it inside of us. And so I wanted to find a way to bring that out and define it and give people a specific way to activate it so that they can first belong to themselves and then know how to bridge those gaps and start belonging to others in the most loving, meaningful ways.
2: Well said. Thank you. Thank awesome. you. Yeah, it's a, it's a big topic to deconstruct and all changes begin from within. I think uh, we both can attest that. <laughs> you know. They do, they do. And you know, so many people
1: walk around with these little fears that they can't that they think they can't overcome, or a sense that I'm not good enough, or you know, I will find my purpose outside of myself. Mm-hmm. Or once I achieve this goal or fulfill this role, then I will know my purpose. And that breaks my heart because it's inside mm-hmm. that it begins. But we need to give people the tools to be able to figure out what that is. What frustrated me about purpose in those 20 years in, in my work life is that we all talked about it because we know it's important, but who can tell me what purpose actually is and how to define it and
2: how to measure it? Very few. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's true. I think um, there are different schools of thought. Um, And also uh, the culture takes over a meaning of, uh, to purpose or your gender identity takes a role. So there are lots of uh, social determinants, which kind of influence how you view purpose, Mm -hmm. Um, your religiosity, your spirituality, culture uh, you know a lot a lot so these are and these are basically stemming from belief and uh, changing belief takes takes courage and it takes a certain level of being uncomfortable with unlearning which okay. i think in our cases we've done it pretty well and we do it on a daily basis i guess so <laughs> um I so, do, right <laughs> right so it's uh i think purpose is um like for social isolation, the reason I say this is because when you when we did market research, a re, most people, they tell you, I want to talk to someone. I need a reason to get out of bed. And the very definition of purpose is a reason to get out of bed. So if everybody is telling you in your market research, I need a reason to get out of bed or I need a reason to dress up or to look forward to the day or to talk to somebody, what what I'm hearing on the other side is, okay, I lack purpose. You know, because a lot of purpose is related to our roles, and once the roles are over, the purpose gets over. Mm-hmm. But that's roles are a subset of the purpose; they're the they're method of delivering that purpose. Okay, me being purposeful as an entrepreneur—I that's not my purpose to be an entrepreneur. Exactly. And I think purpose is for me; it's closer to the concept of meaning of life, or or, or logotherapy, that like they say. So, I mm-hmm. think for me. You can define what your purpose is. There is no absolute purpose. <laughs> you know, it's it's relative. It's subjective. And, and, and that's what we are learning in isolation, uh, that not everybody is isolated. Not everybody is lonely. People have a spectrum. Mm-hmm. And therefore the solutions, even if it's around a purposeful solution, what's purposeful for me is not purposeful for you. you know. Exactly. That's why I
1: say it's an individual thing. Mm mm-hmm. right. yeah. um, There are definitely some buckets or categories that we use in the purpose equation to help people define their unique purpose. And I believe everyone does have a unique purpose, yeah. but there are, you know, um, guide guide rails for what that looks like. But to try to group older people or women or anybody into here's their that's it's not possible. to to group people by purpose. It really is an individual thing. And the cool thing about purpose is it doesn't have to be like a big P. People can have purpose in everyday life by being their natural self, Mm -hmm. by being kind, Mm -hmm. by activating Mm -hmm. their gratitude, Mm -hmm. by, you know, we can go into that.
2: Yeah, sure. It doesn't have to be
1: like a heavy lift. My purpose is to save the world. I actually say that's not your purpose. I would say, if you want to know your purpose, how are you going to save the world?
2: Yeah. Yeah. As a
1: being, how would you
2: approach that? Yeah. And so my question to you is that given that your vision is purpose, what are the challenges and opportunities that you discovered uh, while doing Purpose Equation? The
1: word purpose is tough. Uh, Because of what we said earlier, I think there's a generation of people who think that purpose is fulfilling a goal or role and not among younger people, but I'm finding in people 65 plus when they hear the word purpose, it's almost a scary word because the reaction is I have it and I don't need to worry about it or I don't have it and it's scary and I don't know what it is. So the word itself is challenging. I think talking about purposes, a reason to rise or finding out what makes you happy naturally is, is a, a nice way to approach it. So the word itself has some heaviness to it for older adults. So that's, that's a challenge. Um, the other challenge is people think that it's gonna be hard or scary to discover their purpose. When actually it's the most delightful thing in the world. Purpose, at least in my world, in the purpose equation is giving people a new, fresh perspective on everything that's right with them. What excites me? What brings me joy? What do I do naturally that lights up my life in the world? That's what purpose is. So discovery of purpose is fun. So the heaviness that comes with the word does not align with the actual experience of discovering and living in purpose. I think those are the biggest challenges. What do you, what do you see as challenges for purpose?
2: Paul, you want to go first? Because you've written a book on it.
0: <laughs> I've written a book on it. Yeah. So you've described a lot of it in ways that we've thought about it too this it's partly a question of discovery or rediscovery right Mm -hmm. what um people find themselves at a time of life when maybe they've retired and so that purpose from the job is not there maybe they have the role is gone as nam says maybe they have um maybe they've lost a spouse Mm -hmm. that might have been they might have invested a lot of their energy and love in that or
1: that they don't happen. know who they are without that person
0: Well, that's right who am i without that person yeah that's right so there's a big big void there a big question mark um we think that if you resume an activity that you did or take up a new activity with other people and some kind of thing where you can feel good about it that you enjoy it and you if it's what what has been called serious leisure that that it's something you can take seriously or improve or look forward to Mm -hmm. that you will also make more connections with people doing it if it's the right Mm -hmm. sort of activity and that to us, our equation or our model is that doing that sort of ratchets up each thing. The more the more you do it, you enjoy it, you get better at it, you do it with people, you share it, and up you go. So, so we have kind of the uh, the Japanese uh, our our realization of the Japanese idea of ikigai and moai as it as it might be done in this environment yeah. not you know, recognizing that on the other hand we're dispersed we move we do all these things it's a different kind of society but can we can we reconstruct can you build your own blue zones one way of looking at it can you make it uh, something that you look forward to and and you share with other people
1: mm-hmm. that's a long
0: way to get this so is
1: up. this is where we kind of um meet Mm -hmm. and overlap Mm -hmm. because the purpose equation starts before the doing. Mm -hmm. And I agree doing can meet those. You were describing basic psychological needs, right? I belong somewhere. Mm -hmm. I can feel successful and competent somewhere. Yeah, And I can feel that I as a being am enough, the independent Mm -hmm. piece and all of that is subjective. I always say subjective is really the only thing that matters in this world. <laughs> Just like you could say, <laughs> marketing is everything. Yeah. Where the purpose equation starts is before the doing. Yeah. It can help people figure out who to bring, who they are as a being to anything that they're doing to improve their enjoyment of the activity, but also to clarify what they m- may or may not enjoy doing yeah so we're like the launch pad for the doing
2: yeah
1: yeah very good
2: yeah Yeah. well put. very complimentary yeah very complimentary And i I think since you asked the question to both of us um, i'll go with my definition i think my definition comes from uh, my spiritual uh guide uh so the, the he said that uh the purpose of life is to find your gift and then to give it to the world you know so it's a very easy thing so you can there's no purpose outside you need to know who you are and how can you contribute for example seniors junction that's our purpose one of our purposes not the only purpose but that's at least the main thing that's driving and that leads to so many other people's purposes like just within a span of a year we've met so many people spoken to so many people and at least I've, I would say turn the clocks a little bit, wouldn't say got the wheels running, but I think that, and that speaks for itself that when your intention, your action, your qualification, uh, your timing of the market, everything matches, then it's just purpose on fire, right? Yeah. So I think uh, I think it's not that complex. I think if you want to cut it down to no BS, one sentence, what is purpose? have the courage to know who you are and do what you think. That's it. That's purpose. Beautiful. You know, so, yeah, that's, that's this. And so Paul, do you want to ask the next question?
0: Yes. So, um, we talked about what you do and how you conceive of it and what the opportunities are. What advice would you have for our company? it's the, it's the being
1: in the doing thing Mm -hmm. that I find to be so important to differentiate and, and define. Mm -hmm. Uh, there's some fantastic books that I've read about stages in life. And some of those are kind of spiritual, personal growth stages. Mm -hmm. And a lot of those stages come down to two things. One is a perspective. Mm -hmm. So as we live longer most of us have the opportunity to gain richer perspective over time and more quality and quantity of perspective over time.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. The other other thing that I've learned from older adults and from studying theories of aging is that the perspective on time itself is very critical. So when I'm 18, being 50 years old seems like years away and my life can last forever, right? Mm-hmm. If you ask my nine-year-old to wait until tomorrow, that's like 10 years. If I'm 80 and you're talking about tomorrow, I know that tomorrow might might come, it might not because of the perspective of time, mm-hmm. right? You, As we get older, the, no matter how long you live, the older you get, the less time you have. And so you think about time and wanting to make it more meaningful. Mm-hmm. So my concept with the purpose equation is let's create like a time and perspective hack so that people can understand and prioritize meaning and how they spend their time sooner in life.
2: Yeah. I think purpose can only exist in the now. It doesn't exist in the past. It doesn't exist in the future. Yes, it has repercussions in the future for sure. Anything has that. That's how nature's fabric is. Mm -hmm. So I think if you're talking about time, being in the present and and absorbing the moment is the only way to live your purpose. And then Mm -hmm. come what may you do, what you have to do, like, you know, you have to be very strong internally to live your purpose because you're going to be tested. Yeah. It's, yes. it's a privilege to live your purpose. I think Paul and I have passed our tests to have that privilege, I guess, <laughs> many times. It's not one time test. I <laughs> just... can tell talking with you and
1: watching. So my advice is just to your point, Nam, help people understand who are they being now. Yeah. It's not who did I used to be. -hmm. Right. And that goes back to the the theory of optimization and compensation, right? Like, if I loved sports, but my mobility has changed, what was it that I loved about sports now? Was it the competition? Was it being on a team? Was it physical exertion? Like, all of those things you can have now, even though you're not specifically doing what you used to do. And then that naturally leads to optimism and hope for the future. What senior living gets wrong is so many of the quote, move in questions are, well, what did you used to do that we can help you do now? And my thing is to get rid of the BS. You know, I don't really care what you used to do. I want to know what gets you out of bed today and how can we focus on that? And what gets you out of bed today is not what do you do? It's who are you? You know, I have seen in senior living, and I think the same can be at the set at home. There's a big difference between being busy and living in purpose.
2: Yes. We know that, all right. <laughs> We've talked Yes, you.
1: that's Let's talk about that a little bit more. I would love to hear what y- your thoughts on that, because this one gets
0: me fired up. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Okay. I
2: think. It? Go ahead.
0: Go ahead, Nam. Please.
2: I think uh, you need to understand the context and why someone came. When senior living came in, it was more from a long-term care perspective that okay, you need to give provide healthcare, sick care to X, Y, Z people. So that was the purpose of that model. And over time, these people had loss of community and they were regaining it. So I guess it worked fine for a bit. It was the best thing to do and lots of businesses boomed. Yes. But as you see human beings, the way we've evolved in our communications okay we don't only just talk to people in person we're digital we have digital lives we have we have dreams aspirations so i think i think in today's world in short the experience of purpose has to be safe and connected both and and right now they're just still they're still unconnected because the safe part needs a lot of digital transformation infrastructure changes in my opinion and that's cost Sorry, and that's so. Um. So so I think where senior housing is, they are the having their nineteen nineties moment now, (laughs) where they're getting introduced to technology, and there is, and as this generation is going to get get out, and the next will come in, you're going to have digitally onboarded seniors. So you really can't play by the same rules. And I think this is the concept of purpose is also the shifting, right? So change management. And I think, so this is the issue there. Uh, It's not about lack of, it's about lack of understanding of fluidity of life, because you've sort of tried and make it like a cookie cutter approach that, okay, now you're old, you're here, you're going to live here. We'll give you bingo. We'll give you teddy bears. We'll give you whatever. I don't want a teddy bear when I'm old. Like, seriously, I'm a professor in making. proof Paul's a professor. We don't want teddy bears <laughs> or bingo. <laughs> I want to still do intellectual things. Maybe I may not be as cognitive sharp that I am, but I, I guess I would want a modified intellectual program, which is still stimulating in some ways. So see, so um, you're speaking to your purpose there. Yeah. So what
1: I'm hearing in t- in terms of purpose is curiosity and love of learning. Yeah. So regardless of the state of your cognitive status, you can have the subjective experience of learning.
2: Yeah. And the personalization. That's what senior living is missing. Yeah. They don't have personalization. (laughs) Yeah. And that's what my thesis is now trying to do is help create a, a recreation assistant kind of a way through which we can understand who needs what rather than what's available in your, in your place. Because A, if you're taking all my money and you're telling me, no, I can't have internet and do what I want. Really, do I, do I want to pay you all that money? Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. So I, think, I also can... think that
1: the, the technology, like you said, the, the 90s awakening is happening now in order to really deliver that person-directed experience that you need to have a database and a technology platform that can house that information and then use artificial intelligence and machine learning to give you insights because the staffing model probably isn't going to change that much. I think one thing we can do with the staffing model in senior living is make sure that every employee knows their purpose and knows how to bring it to informal interactions throughout the day to share with residents, which doesn't happen. I don't know if they even have really like permission to do that. But the other thing is with a technology platform that can deliver you insights and let you know who else in the community also loves to learn and is curious. You can get to that gather with with those folks and have coffee for three hours and you won't even look at the clock versus having some kind of a calendar program for you to go to. But you know, the busyness thing is also a quality versus quantity. I have met older adults who feel lonely but they're busy all day long Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. with other people. Like you can be lonely with other people if you're not making meaningful connections. And I, and I believe the research shows you two can tell me that a quality interaction that fills my heart and my soul and meets my basic psychological needs for 15 minutes is more powerful, leaves more of a residue than me being busy, doing meaningless stuff all day. Yeah, that's my- A worst. lot of people try to keep themselves busy and they still feel like I don't have my reason to rise. And that's why.
2: So that's how we're doing our sales. I don't go around chasing people on cold calls. Of course, I email them for a podcast, but then this is my way of doing that thing, seeing who's on the same wavelength as me and can I do business with that person. hmm because hey, I'm firstly miles away from many people and also with restricted travels. Uh, And even if I travel, it's dangerous. (laughs) So like, what do you do? So these are the screeners and we're just translating that for seniors. And I think also it shows the need, yes, while the seniors have wisdom and all, there's also a need for them to adapt. So you can worship them for their wisdom, but there need to be openness from their side also, because at the end of the day, it's an individual decision. If you say it's an autonomy, and you it's a decision not to connect or not to upgrade Mm -hmm. then there are consequences you know it's like yeah you know and it may sound harsh but that's the reality check you know the, the truth
1: is and this is hard for so many of us no matter our age change truly is the only constant yeah and so as we get older we need to continue adapting and changing and reevaluating and unthinking and rethinking. Yeah. Um, and so many people don't have a plan for how they're going to rethink or keep, keep evolving after retirement, you know, and it, and it makes sense to think like, I heard you say on another podcast, it makes with your serious leisure, it makes sense that after you've been working your whole life, say, oh my goodness, when I retire, I'm just going to relax. Well, that's good for maybe like two weeks. Exactly. <laughs> and then you think, okay, what next? So this serious leisure can, can, that you offer is incredible because it can give people a way to connect with others in meaningful ways and learn
2: new skills,
1: learning new things that keeps us from stagnating
2: yeah yeah it's alive you you don't stop living after you retire right and and so I was going to say the same thing you know good. I think you've heard enough of the podcast for me to say but that's the point like what are you retiring into and people like say for example Paul he's still he's more curious than me like he does more things than I do and though I'm curious like I learned bridge from Paul so I was like listen I need to improve my attention span (laughs) teach me how to play bridge say hey I can play bridge I'm not very good but I can be a you know a casual bridge. Don't don't call me for competitive bridge. It makes me nervous. You know, because competitive bridge is very competitive, by the way. Yeah, like Paul. You don't want <laughs> to meet Paul that time. He's not the same Paul that he is. He becomes like something else. He transforms going into going. someone you don't want to oh, move, you know. No, not easy going. You're not counting the cards. You're not counting the cards. You're not calling the. De- I'm like okay, calm <laughs> down. I'm counting the cards. I need to do my math. Hold on. You know? <laughs> so yeah tennis courts and bridge, bridge bridge rooms you stay away from him don't play on the same table unless he's in a good mood and you tell him it's casual and you're teaching me then the teacher the teacher in him comes out that mm-hmm. he's calm otherwise ah. oh my god that's the only time I stay away from him I'm like
1: <laughs> well see so I'm hearing your purpose Paul elements of your purpose are curiosity loving to teach yeah. and loving to challenge yourself oh yeah that was probably the case in the past the present and the future no matter what your life circumstances you how should see him bidding himself.
2: you will understand how much he likes to challenge himself and his partner by overbidding <laughs> 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 it's oh he's a taker
1: too okay you've got to have some adventure in your life Paul. yeah well yeah
0: Well, competitive bridge the way, you, the way you rise to the top is finding things that are there that other people can't find and, and executing them, right? living a little higher and making it.
2: Yeah, so- or making me nervous. Like he'll go on, okay, let's say five no Trump and let's let's get more points. And I'm like, no, I don't have that many cards to make five no Trump, you know? So yeah, um, and it's fun. So for me, it's also the element of intergenerational friendship. We learn from each other and I'm cute because for me, I know what millennials lack. We don't have card games. We have digital. So guess what? I don't want to be with a VR headset all the time. I will embrace the VR and I'll embrace all those technologies that come when I get much older. But in the present, there are many things which i rather address, like uh, attention span, short-term memory, and of course, other healthy eating and all those things, which which will help me age better. so it's it's become a it's become a lifestyle. it's a choice, it's a lifestyle. Your purpose has to complement your lifestyle. It's not one thing on the side while you're doing something else and you're hoping for something else. It has to be in sync. your X,YZ axis has to be together you know you can't otherwise you can't do it.
1: And I think the purpose can be the underlying motivation to maintain your lifestyle Yeah right? Like if I know that I have this thing inside of me that I have to do my calling, and this is how I can share it with other people then I'm going to be much more concerned about eating well and healthy and getting my exercise so that I can keep doing what I am curious and excited to do. Whereas if I don't have that, what's my motivation? Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, I'll do it tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And then tomorrow becomes next year.
2: That's like my packing, right? (laughs) hopefully I'll do it tomorrow enough and move out in time. (laughs) Anyways, so Anna, if people want to find you and more about Purpose Equation, where can they find you?
1: Well, right now, our website is under construction, but check us out at www.thepurposeequation.com starting in February. So maybe when the podcasts come out, you'll be there. Also, feel free to email me, Anna, A-N-N-A, at the purposeequation.com. Part of my purpose is, is learning from people. I love learning. And I, every new person that I meet is an opportunity for me to gain a new perspective. So reach out if you have questions about purpose, check out our website, and you can also follow me on LinkedIn. Awesome.
2: Thank you for this fun conversation. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you
1: very much. Thank you so much for this come for this fun conversation. And keep going with Seniors Junction. What you're doing is so important. Giving people a platform to share their purpose with others is critical. And we need, we need you.
2: Thank you. Thank you.